0: Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermova. And today, in episode 251, we're going to be looking at how to use tech to inspire a love of learning. And I have a guest with me today. So I would like to welcome Cami Wanus. Welcome, Cami. Thank you for having me. So um, before we get into this, I'm going to let Cami tell you a little bit about herself, uh, what she's been doing homeschooling, and what she is doing now. Yeah,
1: thanks. So I am actually a credentialed teacher in California. I had taught for seven years high school English before I had my son. And then we have actually homeschooled ever since. And we have he's almost just about 15 now. Can you believe that it's crazy? But it has been an incredible journey. And what happened for me was that I love homeschooling so much. And I have this background in public education that when school started shutting down, I realized all these parents were freaking out about what they were going to be doing. And I said to myself, I can help these people. I really didn't want to see them suffering. I have a unique position as both being from public education and homeschooling. And so I ended up starting to be a homeschool mentor. And so I help parents really design their unique homeschooling experience for their specific family with their individual needs and schedules and how to really create the best learning experience and create lifelong love of learning, which is what we all definitely want.
0: You can see why I'm excited to listen to Cammy and we met by some group we ended up both being, and I don't even remember where now, but I'm excited because I do see so many homeschoolers who don't know how to homeschool. They have left, uh, for many different reasons, they have left the public or private schooling and launched into homeschooling. That might be you listening, or you may have a friend. I'm just excited to be able to point people now to Kami and to her website, which is Uh The links to anything we mention will be in the show notes. Just scroll down in your podcast player or go to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. So I, I do hope that you enjoy what she's going to be chatting about today and that you go and look her up. And if you don't need her, there's likely somebody you know. Does need her, and if if not now, you got, if you're in any Facebook groups, there are new homeschoolers coming all the time who are asking, where do I start? Now just point them to Cami instead of trying to answer the question yourself, uh, and she can help them. Okay, so let's get into today's topic: how to use tech to inspire a love of learning. So give us your best ideas, Cami. Where do we start? Well,
1: you know, there's so many opportunities now for homeschoolers than even when I started. In terms of both tech and and not tech, but for especially online, there are so many many opportunities. And then also with an upsurge in. STEM and robotics and things like that. That's so there's just so many opportunities. So, one thing I love to do is to use tech to help spark interest and really create that love of learning spark that can trail you down rabbit trails and it can allow you to really dig deeper into a topic or into a skill. And so, that having that interest is really important for students to really be able to have more, you know, more integration and more um, buy-in with what you're doing. So rather than doing just book work and workbooks and things like that, you can go onto YouTube. You can look up videos for not only just sk- building but also for interest like look at a subject they're interested in if they're interested in skateboarding look up some skateboarding videos and look up some skateboarding videos on like the physics of skateboarding or the geometry of a skateboard park or something like that and really get into that because that is some fascinating stuff and you have you can have you know somebody that's into turtles and look up you know the biology of a turtle the life cycle the you know the whole environment, the ecosystem. And one place that I also really love for that is Varsity Tutors is a really great, great website. VarsityTutors.com, I believe, is they have interest videos and workshops and webinars all the time that are free. And they're really for kids that are in from preschool all the way through like i would say ninth grade is their top my son's kind of aged out of a lot of that stuff but he still likes to watch anyways (laughs) so they have free webinars where you can go on and they're totally interest-led like astronauts they have an astronaut on who talks about the space station and they have you know keep zookeepers on who talk about individual Mm. species or a certain type of animal or something like that they'll have all kinds of things happening. They'll even have history, things about history and archaeology. It's really fascinating, just really great way to be able to build interest in a topic. And they're very interactive, which is really cool as well. That I absolutely love. And then there's other things like if your kids are into tech themselves, game, coding games like Scratch is a really great way for kids to be able to play with learning and get involved in how do these things that they use on a regular basis, like video games and mm-hmm. videos and things like that, how do they actually get apps? How do they get developed, right? And so I love using those kinds of things. I also love using podcasts, these kinds of things. This is such a great podcast and such such small uh, little topics that are individually designed for you to use right away. And that is something that are actually designed for kids as well. So use mm-hmm. podcasts that are designed for Specifically for kids,
0: and it really, really engages them. Yeah, Sometimes- I, have, I have, yeah, I have a, an episode out a while ago, so there's probably more that have appeared since then. But I did get somebody on who spoke about podcasts for kids, so you can scroll back and find that because yes, there are some fantastic ones for kids. That is awesome. That's awesome. And let me know if I'm going too fast here because no, I am just super on, yeah. excited about <laughs> all of
1: this stuff. It's so fun, and so yeah, podcasts for kids, and really on that level. Audiobooks because there are podcasts that read stories to kids. There's YouTube videos that read stories to kids. There's also, if your kid doesn't like reading or if they struggle with reading, there's audiobooks that can really help you. So, and you can look on Kindle, you can look on all digital places, and you can find audiobooks for a lot of books so it's really interesting and we used to love to listen to one that was called hank the cow dog it's kind of brain candy it's not really something my have- husband
0: used to read that to my oh, daughter goodness. it was like it was their book they used to read that series to her of all ones you said <laughs> that was their like, I special it. time together <laughs> <laughs> Isn't are not they so fun oh my god I didn't ever that- hear it he used to read it to her it was their time so I don't even oh. know what the stories were about but they oh my it.
1: gosh they're so fun it's kind of brain candy I call it brain candy it's not like a real deep book or anything but it's so much fun to be able to build the interest with having a together time like that where you can listen and read together and those audiobooks the cool thing about Hank the cow dog I don't know if you knew this but the audiobooks all the voices are done by the author. He did all fun. the voices and everything. So it's really, really fun. And you can just get so into it. It's really great. And so audiobooks. when you could transition, you can use them for building your read aloud together, your family read aloud. And then if your kids aren't used to doing it, they might balk at it at first by the way, oh, even high schoolers like read alouds. They just need mm-hmm. to get used to doing it. But so doing the family read aloud as an audiobook just to get started and then working into,
0: you know, using the physical books as well. And the nice the nice thing you know about it if you're doing audiobooks, I just was thinking as you were speaking, audiobooks as a family is like as as a mom, you often you're struggling to find enough time to do everything you could put the audiobook on and prepare supper with the kids sitting around and you know maybe they could also be helping chop in etc and it's a way that you can do two things at once it's one of the reasons i like podcasts because i can walk and i can drive and do my errands and listen and it's the same thing with an audiobook and you could really get a lot more reading in like that and be involved. So it's not just you putting it on for your children, but you could listen, but still actually be doing the mending or, you know, say, you know, fixing the meal or whatever else it is at the same time. Absolutely. It is,
1: it is such, and for your littles too, while you're trying to work with your older ones, you can use that for your littles to kind yes. of keep them occupied, yes. which is nice. Everybody needs that yeah. at some point. And so, and one of those things that, I know video does a lot, and I, I think you've mentioned before is on your podcast is virtual field trips, yeah, and doing yeah. virtual field trips through different websites or as my um, my niece and nephew love to do is going on to the zoo websites and looking at their animal cams, right. <laughs> their live yeah. animal cams, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I have I've
0: touched on, I mean those are I know the live cams, I mean I still I watch some eagle cams and. Bear cams and explore.org has got lots of cams that you can just find. And then the the zoos are the those are the two places that you find a lot of cams. But you know, and on the virtual field trips, um right now I'm I'm putting together my first uh, high school world history class. And every sort of two or three modules, they get to go on a field trip. <laughs> I literally will say field trip time. But we visited um, a bunch of the ancient, well, more Middle Ages sort of uh, civilizations and things because Google Arts and Culture have got quite a few really nice ones. And there are just a lot. And, you know, the kids can go back in time and literally walk around, you know, using your mouse. Um, And, you know, I I let it be pretty open-ended. I just ask them to wander around and tell me what they see and what, you know, excites them, the whole sparking interest. You know, I I tend not to ask too many specific questions, but just rather let them go and explore and tell me what, what they found cool and what they learned.
1: Yeah. It's really exciting to be able to take, you know, them to a different place in the world where they might not ever even visit Mm -hmm. and it might spark. I know for my son, that would be a rabbit trail down whatever that space was. If it was like, you know, for ancient Greece, he would be in books for ancient Greece for the next week. That's just how he is because he gets super inspired by that stuff. It's so much fun. And, you know, thinking about um, the places as well, the my son, su- my husband is actually a middle school uh, teacher, but he he does language arts, but he also does Lego robotics and STEM. Mm. And one of the things that's really popping up a lot is maker spaces or mm. tech spaces where kids can go and do things and play with Lego robots because those kits are kind of expensive, but they're but they're really. Places where kids can go and make things into with 3D printing, with you know, just all kinds of different mediums where they can really learn and maybe even get into wanting to create an app for themselves or wanting to create. I know there's so many cool things that are out there. I know. BattleBots is a huge huge <laughs> show right now. My son and my and my husband absolutely love it. And so that's there's all these spaces where they can go create robots and learn about robotics and and the 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 physics behind that, the chemistry. It's really
0: fabulous. It's really amazing. Yeah, there's I did do an an interview with a mom whose kids do a lot of um, 3D printing. So go look back. It's probably about a year old now. But um, she explains how to get into it in a fairly inexpensive way. And I actually went ahead. I was very excited and don't have any kids at home anymore. So I bought what she was suggesting for my niece. (laughs) and then I got my niece to once she'd figured it all out to come and show me what she was doing so that was that was pretty fun um and yeah obviously the apps and and um show sponsor funder funder academy it does have coding classes so we I I in fact teach them because I was a programmer in a previous life so I do teach scratch which as you mentioned you know it's a free language they can start by themselves and if they get into it um you know I have classes that Literally, they will in a new game each each week, and it's a game that uh, you know what Scratch is like. It's it's easy to make something that's actually fun. So every week they get to make a t- completely different type of game they can send and you know play with friends and family. But yeah, the whole maker spaces and all the new tech that's out there. Um, some of it is you know you can still you can buy kits that aren't as expensive uh, as the Lego robotics. So they are they're not as they, they're they not obviously as robust, but sometimes to see if your kids are interested, you know, go the cheaper route. And then when you see, okay, they're really all into it, you know, then maybe it's the time to go and buy um, the whole big Mindstorms. <laughs> whatever else I know we did have one yes eventually <laughs> but it's those the, are yeah, great kids we, we we did eventually my one my son did get one and we also had vex robotics was another one that we had mm-hmm. the, another uh, if you're newish to this podcast another one which I should actually replay at some point I forgot about it um I actually did one on tv programs um that inspire a love for stem So that was specifically STEM related. And obviously not just talking STEM here, we're just talking about anything. But if your kids are into those sorts of things, there are a couple of TV shows that, um, and then of course on YouTube, there's Mark Rober, you know, there's things like that, that are really so fun. And I did list a number that um, I have enjoyed or my kids enjoyed. Oh my gosh, Mark Rober's video
1: about the squirrels and trying to create an obstacle course for the squirrels was absolutely phenomenal.
0: That's not one. I, I, I've i watched other ones, but um, I know I I watched it for research purposes for my podcast. And this is this is the problem with this podcast is every time I start researching, it's just like one huge rabbit trail. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so cool. And then I said, I was watching just a little bit of an episode. Of course, I watched the entire thing because I had to know how it was all going to end. Now, I watched the one way they were shooting um, the, the t-shirt into the um into the stadium was which was so fun it was it was very fun I know well, <laughs> and kids love to build stuff like that <laughs> it is there's just you know and I think I think you know if you get nothing else out of this episode it's the fact that make sure your kids want to learn let that be your primary thing when you're homeschooling is to is to get your children to love learning so that they will continue whether they go to university or not. One of mine went and dropped out, but he's I see him all the time learning new things and. That is one of the hugest things you can do as a homeschool parent because you do have time to let your kids go down those rabbit trails. And, you know, and you can, you know, you might try something and it doesn't work. You know, try something else. And a lot of these items that Cami has suggested, they are not expensive. Most of these things are free. You know, playing around with Scratch, you don't have to take a class. You know, you could first play, as I said, see your kids getting into it, and then sign them up for the class you know, podcasts are free, virtual field trips are free, audiobooks, are not, not free, free, but you can get cheap ones. And I, I have a whole episode on how to do that the best way too. So you can go back and look if that's the thing. So there's just, there's so many YouTube, you know, free. So, you know, just make sure that you make, you, you are really looking for ways to make your learning exciting. And tech does open up so many possibilities. Absolutely and love of learning is high. everything is easier. <laughs> it is. it definitely is. Well Cami, we, um, just before we leave, tell us where they can find you. I've given you a website, but where else can people find you online?
1: Yeah. So I have a Facebook group, the Freedom Scholar Homeschooling Community. That's where a lot of our updates and things that we're working on is happening. I also have a podcast, Homeschool Success with Cami Wanis, and Merle has been on there as well, which is super (laughs) exciting. Um, I do weekly live trainings uh, in my Facebook group and on YouTube So every Thursday. So you can find that in the Facebook group or in YouTube. Just search the Freedom
0: Scholar. All right. And I will have the link to her group as well. And as she said, every Thursday, free training and there's replays if you can't listen in on a Thursday. Lots of fun, exciting topics and it's all free. So do go and take a look and see what you can learn from Cami. Well, Kami, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us. Thank you for having me. And thank you all for listening in. If you found this useful, please share it with a friend or post about us on social media. Uh, Remember to subscribe and I will see you again same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermeer. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.